Man, it was pretty easy for me. Um, one, injuries. Two, <laughs> okay. when I started playing against guys that were much better than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys that were 6'4", six, 6'5", six, that could do everything I could do mm -hmm. and more. Yeah. So uh, that's when you, you get a, a reality check of, of really where you stand. And, um, you know, I had to pivot mm -hmm. quickly and yeah. find something that I could thrive in. I didn't want to have a boss ever. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So Makes I had to find a place like where I could thrive and... Um, Really, it started with people. Yep. Are you ready? We're gonna run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin Owens, back at the Run and Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, and personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And listen, man, I'm excited, man. I got my brother in the room. This guy is a serial entrepreneur. He's been doing it for a very long time. And I always like to bring in people that have been successful for an extended period of time because, listen, I mean, Jay-Z said it. Hey, you get, you, you get, you know, success one or two years, we call it being high. But if you can do it year after year after year, uh, that's when you know somebody really knows what it takes to win. And this gentleman has made multiple, multiple seven figures, has helped impact a lot of people's lives. And he is a master, listen, master when it comes to not only creating relationships, but developing them. I got my brother in the room, Mr. Vince Murphy. How you feeling, man? <laughs> I feel great. I good, feel good, great, good, man. man. That introduction was incredible. <laughs> and uh, I want to say, you know, I'm a very humble person, but yeah. everything you said is absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Just man, excited no. to be here yeah, with no, the man, man himself, yeah, Mr. Mr. J.O. I appreciate it, bro. Like, you know, a lot of y'all don't know. So I, I got the last business uh, we did really well together in. Vince talked to me. He was like, listen, man, you're a really cool guy, but... You know, you got to open up a little bit, you know, so, like, people get a chance to know you. And that's why I want to have you come on, because you are really good at building relationships, and you have had success. And what's funny is, I shouldn't say funny, is you've been able to do that in now totally different businesses. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been, like, one lane. So maybe give a little bit of background. I know when we, we first met, you were in the car business, right? Right. All right, so t tell, me, tell me about the beginning. Well, maybe before that, when did you first get started in entrepreneurs? What was your first endeavor? Whew. My goal was to play basketball in the NBA. It okay. didn't work out like yep. most people. Yeah, yeah. That's And I went into business um, right out of high school. Went into the uh, the pager business. Some of you the guys who? don't know what pages are. Oh, beepers. pagers, beepers. Okay, got it, got <laughs> it. Like, he wouldn't know, right? <laughs> no, nah, I remember beepers. Like 90, 90, that was probably like 96, <laughs> 90, 95. Say the 90s. Okay, okay. But anyway, beepers, right? Mm -hmm. I was a beeper man throughout um, D.C., Baltimore, Virginia. And I loved it because I dealt with people every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, that was that was something where I was able to learn how people, how to interact better with people. Yeah, and let, uh, helped me a lot. Now let me ask you this, I, and I, I want to before we get too far from this, because you did play sports, sure. right? Mm -hmm. And you really did want to go to the league, right? Yes, like, absolutely. Uh, I joke with him, but I know that was really like a goal, right? Yes. So how do you? Because there are some people that now, that was their goal as well, mm -hmm. and it didn't happen. Because I know you played overseas and mm -hmm. you tried a lot of different things to see if you could still make it happen. It couldn't happen. At what point did you say, okay, this is not happening, and then you had to make a pivot mentally to be able to transition into business or whatever it was going to be, and then what helped you make that transition? Man, it was pretty easy for me. Um, one, injuries. Two, <laughs> okay. when I started playing against guys that were much better than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys that were 6'4", six, 6'5", six, that could do everything I could do mm -hmm. and more. Yeah. So uh, that's when you, you get a, a reality check of, of really where you stand. 
And, um, you know, I had to pivot mm-hmm. quickly and yeah. find something that I could thrive in. I didn't want to have a boss ever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Makes I had to sense. find like a place that. where I could thrive. And um, really, it started with people. Yeah. Just really building relationships, getting to know people, allowing them to get to know you. Because a lot of people have their guards up. They don't They don't want to, to, to open up, you know. Yeah. And um, a lot of people feel like if you can't open up to them, then they can't trust you. Yeah. So that's kind of where it started for me. Um, you know, when you have things that go wrong in your life, so to speak, it's important that you, you, you bounce back and find something, an area of comfort where you can, can continue to grow. And that's yeah. with me, basketball was my life. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. I really loved it. And um, once I knew that I could not compete on that level, mm-hmm. then I just started taking in like rec leagues and different yeah. things like that, some pro-ams. Yep. And um, and it kind of fulfilled my needs. Okay, there we go. And so I was talking about in the in the uh, the show, transferable skills, right? So are there any transferable skills that you took from basketball, whether it's from the skill set or whether it's from the relationships that you've now taken into the business world? Absolutely, absolutely. That's a great question. Be coachable, yeah. <laughs> right? Because if you can't be coachable, um, that's that right there is you're, you're not going to get very far. Yeah, you have to be able to accept mentorship. You have to be able to accept. Um, uh, uh, people to, that that are trying to pour into you. Right. Yeah. So in, to, in order to do that, though, you have to show humility. Yeah. So all of that goes hand in hand. But in sports, you have to be a team player, especially unless it's an individual sport. Some of those individuals may have different types of attitudes. But when you're in a team sport, a team game, you have to be able to get along, at least on the court, yeah. at least while you're you're. Uh, uh, you know, within that sport, whatever it is, you have yeah. to be able to communicate with your teammates, and yeah. all that's important. Yeah, yeah, that's big. So now you go from basketball, you start selling pagers and beepers. What, um, how did you start that business? So you get into it, get the contract. Were you doing it in the stores? Were you selling them out of your car? Like, what Man, were you, how were you selling them? I had a lot of friends. I'm from Southeast D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, most, of my, most of my boys were... were in the streets, mm-hmm. you know, they were selling drugs yeah. or, you know, I had, I, most of my friends were, were out there like that. Even those that were in the church were out really? there like that. Wow. And um, one thing I noticed is that everyone, whether they were a business professional or on the street, they needed a pager. They mm-hmm. needed a beeper. Yeah. <laughs> and that was something that intrigued me because um, it was something that at the point I never thought would go away. I didn't see the future of technology yeah. at that particular time, and it was so hot, but yet so new. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get started in it. I wanted to do something differently. So I started getting stores within malls and things like that. Got it. And what really was the cool. money like back then with like Bieber? So you sell it for was it like ten dollars a month? Oh man, it was awesome. <laughs> it was incredible because, um, you know, the pager monthly went for about. $12 a month, yeah. but I paid a company $3 a month. Oh, okay. So when you have a couple so thousand making, customers. Yeah, so you're making the difference on that. So the absolutely. company would pay that to you on a check every month? No, you would collect that yourself. Oh. All you were responsible for was paying the company that $3. Got it. So you could charge what you want. And then when you get your colored cases, your your Colts cases, yeah, <laughs> your football sure. cases, yep. the Steelers for me, mm-hmm. when you get all those different things, and, and it, it just adds to your your dollar. Got it, got it. Okay, I never knew that about the business model because I remember I wanted one. My parents wouldn't get me one. Yeah. But I remember I was like, it's only $10 a month. It was like, what do you need it for? No, so, it, it, the business was incredible. Yeah, no, that's, that's dope. So, mm-hmm. so you go from pagers, beepers, to what next? 
Uh, then I went into the car industry. Okay. Now, before we get there, because what I, what I want to get from is like, because you've gone through transition business. How did you know it was time to go from pagers, beepers, to now the car business? Well, when business slowed down. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <true. laughs> That's one way. That's one way. And also, also, uh, cell phones yeah. were, were coming out. Yeah. So when cell phones started coming out, um, you know, and I'm talking about the flip phones. I'm not talking about the old bag phones, the yeah. flip phones. And when they started really getting, uh, you know, smaller and, you know, could do things that pagers could do as well. So you weren't like, let me get into the, the cell phone business. No, right? it wasn't as wanna, fun. Yeah. It wasn't as fun as having a pager, changing the case to purple or yeah. yellow or gold mm -hmm. or a sports. It wasn't as, as, as fun to me. Um, so I didn't get into the cell phone business. I mm -hmm. wanted to get into something else that people would always need. Mm -hmm. And I, I learned my lesson because I thought that's what I was doing with pagers. Yeah. But when pagers kind of faded out, yeah. I said, oh, man, I can't go through that phase again. Yeah. So I wanted to get into something that, that people would always need, and that's a car. Right? Everybody drives, right? Yeah. Unless your license is suspended, you drive. <laughs> right. So yep. car business was what it was. Mm -hmm. you know? yep. Okay, and so that business now you go, again, leveraging relationships, or how did you, because you were dealing with high-end clientele, right? Yes, absolutely. So how, how, would, how did you go from, all right, I'm selling beepers now, I'm on the West Coast now, right? If I take it right, yes. you're in California mm -hmm. now selling high-end cars, specialty cars to, like, celebrities, entertainers. How did, how did you get into that? That's incredible because, <laughs> uh, for me, I used, I was still playing ball in different leagues and things like that, and I used, I used that as a launch pad to actually get to know people in the city, to get mm. to know people in the valley yeah, and let them know what I did outside of, you know, basketball, yeah. what I did for a living. Yeah. And uh, in California, everybody wants to be a star. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Even if they have bad credit, they want a Benz. Mm-hmm. And that was the perfect place for that environment, for that type of business, yeah. you know, okay. the auto business. So a couple of lessons I'm picking up is like, okay, if I'm in a space where I don't even know people, right, I should probably get involved in something, maybe some type of hobby, some type of, you know, networking group or something where I see people continuously mm -hmm. build relationships and then I can start using those relationships to introduce what it is that I'm doing. That's, that's right. That's what you do. That's exactly okay. right. And be likable. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, you want to be likable, which means simply... Talk to people. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. get to know someone else. Sometimes you have to listen to what they have to say. Yeah. You know, things like that have, have helped me tremendously. Yeah. And now, so, like, all right, you playing basketball with somebody, you cool. First time you meet them, you talking to them about the cars, or how, how did you start introducing what it was that you were We're doing? talking about basketball. Yeah. And um, one thing is, is I always tried to keep a fly car. Yeah. I always tried to keep a nice whip. Yeah. And, um, you know, in conversation, you know, they people would get to trust you more. Yeah. And then you'd let them know, you know, what you did. You'd yeah. let them know that, hey, you know, you know, I like that BMW you got. Mm -hmm. A lot of things start off with a compliment. Yeah. There Find a way to compliment someone. Yeah. Right. And when you give them that compliment, hey, I like that BMW, man. You know, I do cars. I've been doing cars for quite some time now. Yeah. I work with most of the dealers in the LA area. Mm -hmm. And I can help you out if you you or if you know someone else that is interested. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So that's another tip, right? Starting off with compliments. That, and that's something I use now to this day. Like if I see somebody at the airport, I'll be like, oh, man, that's a nice watch, man. And we start talking about watches. Or if I like their shoes or I see them, you know, with the, like a sports team on, I might mess with them about the right. team just to start opening up conversation. And I'm saying this because some of y'all may be like me. Like I was, it's interesting. I'm actually an introvert, right? But mm. like, I, like if you're around me most of the time, I'm probably going to be chilling and not talking. But if I have to be an extrovert, I'll be an extrovert. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn how to say, okay, how do I stop being weird in these conversations? So I, I had to have things to go to. Right. And so if you're a person that's like, okay, I really don't like talking to people, 
a compliment, like Vince just said, is probably one of the easiest ways to get in there. I want to talk about building relationships because you're really a master at building relationships and you've been able to utilize those relationships. And I want to say use because these aren't relationships that are built just to make money. Right. These are relationships that are just built. Mm -hmm. But you've been able to do it time after time after time. Can you give us like maybe a couple things that you do that you found that works to be able to develop and maintain relationships long term? I I stand on compliments. Yeah. I, it, it really is that big for me. Mm -hmm. Because if you're at the mall or something that now, I will tell you this, sometimes it can be tricky giving a man a compliment. Okay. All that, right. that can be kind of tricky. So you have to find something. Why would it be tricky? You're saying because uh, it would be tricky depending <laughs> <laughs> depending on yeah. on on you know um, it's just easier to give women a compliment. Okay, there, there we go. You know, especially yeah. me being a heterosexual man. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. easier for me to give yeah. a woman a compliment. Yeah. Say, hey, you know, man, you know, your, your, your hair looks beautiful today, mm -hmm. or yeah. you know, I love those shoes you got on. Yeah, you know, or you look nice, nice purse, whatever yeah. the case is. Mm -hmm. It's easy to do that. Yeah. For me, it was more difficult to find and say, hey, you know what? Man, you got a nice haircut, man. Go cut your hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Especially if you don't have no hair. Right. <laughs> like, you don't have no hair. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? All right, yeah, no, no. I get so it, no. you can kick it on. Hey, man, those are some nice J's you got on. Ooh, yep. those are banging. Yep. You know, stuff like that. Yep. So um, you have to kind of think of things that you're comfortable with yep. complimenting somebody else on. Okay. Yep. And that's what I had to do. I had okay. to think of that. And it goes a long way for me, Justin, because. Um, that opens up the conversation mm. because it unlocks people. When you give people a compliment, you're going to get a reaction. You're yeah. going to get a smile. They're going to be forced to, to at least respond in most yeah. cases unless they're just rude. Yeah. And at that point, you know, um, that starts the ball rolling to mm. building a relationship. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. That's good. Now, there was one thing you had said to me. It was like sometimes you have to be a better friend to people than they are to you. Break down that mindset. Man, that's happened to me a few times. Um, in some cases, you have individuals that have a lot. Mm -hmm. They have a lot, and you know they're very busy. Mm -hmm. They're on the go. Yep. You know they they may not necessarily check on you. Yeah. But you have to almost be in some ways uh, um, obligated to check on them. Yeah. To maintain the friendship. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Okay. So yeah. otherwise, the friendship can, uh, if it means anything to you, mm -hmm. the friendship can kind of, kind of go dormant. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. so you sometimes have to keep that friendship alive, the communication alive. Yeah. And so, how? What are some ways you would do that? And then, did you, like, how do you stop? Because I know some people might get frustrated from a relationship like that. Like, y'all always check on this person. I'm always checking in. But sure. obviously, it didn't sound like maybe it did bother you. Maybe it didn't. I'm not sure. But if it did or it didn't, how did you not let it bother you? And then what are some ways that you would check in to keep it going? I mean, you have different levels of friendships. Yep. Some are acquaintances mm -hmm. and others are your real friends. Yep, okay. You know, so it's natural. But uh, you don't want to mess up a, a, a relationship based off of lack of communication. Okay. You know, um, and people are different. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to give people a pass because... Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to want to or be able to communicate the way you communicate. Yeah. They're not going to be, they may not be as 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 friendly or outgoing as you are. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to to kind of make up, you know, make up that 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 
empty space yeah. there and, okay. and fill in the gaps. Got it. All right, so some, all right, you're texting, you're calling, and you're saying what? What are you saying to, like, just keep it, keep the conversation going and stay on their mind? Just, 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 a, a, just checking up on them. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way with people, just checking up on them, seeing how they're doing. Maybe check on the family, seeing how they're doing. Yep. I have friends that I haven't talked to or spoken to for a, a long time, uh, for years, <laughs> just a long time. But when we when we talk, we, we just pick up where we left off. Yep. So you have friends like that that are able to handle that. Correct. And then you have other friends where you know that, hey, man, if I don't talk to them, to this guy, he might think, hey, something's wrong with me, or yeah. I've changed, yeah. or you know, something like that. So there are other friends that you want to make sure that you communicate that because they need that, mm-hmm. you know, and you do too for yep. your relationship. Yeah, okay. So now we go from the car business to, I believe it was network marketing. The car right. business to network marketing. Okay. Correct. <clears throat> so now, this, that, and I, from, from what I remember, it was like probably the first thing you ever did that was like maybe not necessarily mainstream. Mm-hmm. Right, because you got like you know basketball, everybody likes that. Yeah, beavers that was some people love. Cars, everything. Some a lot of times somebody love. Then you get in there with marketing, and that was a different shift, right? Very I mean, maybe not necessarily different, but it sounded like it was different, right? It was very not necessarily different. mainstream, but it is a great business model. Sure. Where were you at that made you say, okay, let me listen to this presentation here, what this person's talking about, and then what made you say, okay, you know what, let me go to work on this. I think I can make some money with it. Well, um. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I had I had an event at my home, just okay. a, a gathering at my home, mm-hmm. and someone was there that just said, "Hey, you know, Vince, um, you know, have you thought about this, or have you ever thought about, you know, mm-hmm. going into this type of business?" I didn't know what they were talking about. I had no clue of or knowledge of what network marketing was, um, and and they started speaking to me about saving someone money okay. or saving money myself. Mm-hmm. And that kind of intrigued me because, I listen, I'm a black man. We love to save money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, that intrigued me. Mm-hmm. If I could save on my gas bill and, and or possibly my electric, things like that, mm-hmm. I will say, okay, well, tell me more about it. Yeah. And that's how we kind of got into the conversation about uh, the particular company at that time, yep. which I didn't know was network marketing. Yeah. But what I did know is if I told other people about it, I could make more money. Yeah. Now, I'm already a, a go-getter. I like to make money. Yeah. Well, money's not everything, but it helps. Yeah. <laughs> so I like sure. to make money. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when they came to me and told me about what could be made mm-hmm. in the process of sharing it with other people, which I knew a lot of individuals that needed something, mm-hmm. then it was easy. Network yeah. marketing was very... I w- I'm not going to say easy, but simple. Yeah. Very simple. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was because I was able to go back to a lot of the past relationships that I had created along my yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. And if you all don't hear anything else, hear this. Integrity is everything. Yep. So people have got to trust you. People have got to, to know your, 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 you know, your spirit. They got to know that you're a good person and then they'll listen to you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's what happened for me. Yeah. You know, it was easy for me to start building upon my past relationships. Got it. Now, and then when you got started in it, was it like, okay, everybody was like, oh, this is pretty cool, or some people thought it was like, Vince, what are you doing? Have you fallen off a cliff? Like, <laughs> I had a lot of people that Okay, day. and then, so how did you stay focused on like, oh, no, nah, this is what I believe in, but y'all cool. Like, what was that, that thought process? I, I had to realize that some will, some won't, but some will. Yeah. 
And that's what happened. You know, I had a lot of individuals that said, hey, you know what, let me at least see what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Let me check it out. Yep. And some of them got started. I had a, a ton of people that didn't get started, a whole yep. lot more that didn't get started. Yep. Uh, but after time, a lot of those same individuals that said no would come back around mm -mm. and say, hey, Vince, what are you doing? Yep. You know, I see success. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what they say, success leaves clues. Yep. And they started seeing things and differences and my changes in my life and other people that I was working along with as well, and that developed an interest in them. Got it. Okay, so now in the car business, and now I jump over here to a totally different industry, what was a sign that it was like, okay, it was time for me to make a pivot into network marketing, or was it something that was kind of like gradual? It happened really quickly um, <laughs> mm -hmm. because, you know, once I saw what individuals were making, mm -hmm. that I thought personally that I, I was just as talented as, mm -hmm. I knew it was something I could do. <laughs> he was about to say, I feel like I'm better than <laughs> <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was something I knew I could do. Yep. And um, and the amount of time that they were putting into it was less, a lot less of a hassle than dealing with cars. I mean, when you think about cars, I mean, you bought a car before. Yeah. How long were you in the dealership? Yeah, a long time, a couple hours. So think about doing multiple deals throughout the day, driving through LA, down the five, the 101, the 405, like it's traffic everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. It drove me crazy. Yeah. You know, so if I could be <clears throat> home in my home setting, comfortable, or on the road and still do what I need to do to make money, yep. that, appealed, that was appealing to me. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, so you got into it, started making some money, and then you did that for how long? The car business or ne network marketing? Network marketing. I uh, did that uh, about seven years. Seven years, okay. So you did that full time. Yes. What kind of incomes? Because some people, like, they don't necessarily um, understand network marketing. What kind of income did you see people make from a home-based business? Man, um, the income I saw in network marketing surpassed <laughs> pretty much anything I've ever seen, unless you're in entertainment, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen people making seven figures monthly. Mm -hmm. in seven figures a month. Monthly. Wow, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's for, for what you put into it, and, and I, I don't want anybody to think that it's not work. It's definitely his work. Yeah. But it's a different type of work, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and what the reward is is great. Got it. Okay, so now you get to another business where now you got to leverage and utilize those relationships. So how has the skill set of building and developing relationships been transferable to you? Because now you've done it in now multiple industries. We got beepers, pagers, you got the car business, you got network marketing. How has the ability to build relationships over your lifetime been able to play a part in the income you've been able to make? I think you continue to grow, continue to treat people the right way. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I believe that when, when you do that, when you treat people the right way, they start to speak for you. Mm -hmm. So you don't, you don't have to speak. You don't have to be the one doing all the talking. You have other people now that will vouch for your integrity. They'll vouch for your success. Mm -hmm. And they'll vouch for your business savvy, all of that together. And that's really uh, where you want to get. It takes time. Yeah. It's, it's a process. It's yeah. not something that happens overnight. But it's something that... Um, as you make, as you build those relationships, your money continues to grow yep. more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And the work is not as difficult. Yeah. 
as you go on. Yeah. Because now you have that 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 base of individuals that trust and respect you yep. that are willing to listen to whatever you have. Yeah. I was always told in network marketing and really any business is that you're going to be rewarded or punished for the person you were before you joined the business. Yes. So if you were a good person, you had good relationships, you've been treating people the right way, you'll be rewarded for that. 100%. Now, you went to jail a few times, stole some money from people. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't, you know, everybody's, you know, nobody's perfect and people have their things they have to work through. Just understand that there's going to be some growth that you have to have mm -hmm. as you make that transition for people to kind of, you know, take you in and, and receive you, you sure. know, well. So, all right, so now you've done network marketing, seen the kind of money that people are making. What made you say, okay, you know, I can, I can do this industry and I can make a good amount of money versus some of the things I was, I was doing before? I think that um, if you get into the right plan, okay. it's all about the compensation plan. It's all about how the company's built. And it's all about the, the, the product as well. Like, mm -hmm. What does the company have to offer? Yeah. You know, I do believe that I can sell anything, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. but uh, at the at the same time, you know, you don't want to sell something that's that's making people sick. You don't want to sell yeah, something that uh, is not helping people in yeah. some way. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, um, I've always tried to find something that can help people in some way, whether it's making money or whether it's it's. It's, it's something from a health perspective, yep. whether it's saving them money. And when you're doing that, you cons you constantly and consistently build your clientele, so to speak, yep. which turn into friends, yeah, that's you know? Yeah. And, and as that grows, now you have individuals that constantly are willing to, to roll with you, yeah. mm -hmm. whatever you do, mm -hmm. you know? Um, <clears throat> if, it's, if it's, you know, even, hey, you know what? Um, I'm putting together something totally outside of network marketing or in the yeah. industry. They're willing to participate because it's you. Yeah. You know, so I would say, um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, <laughs> no, it did. No, I definitely did. You know, yeah, that, yeah, I definitely did. All right, pros and cons. I want to talk about pros and cons. So, so give me something you really love about network marketing, and then give me some maybe some some things you don't like about it. Oh man, that's a double-edged sword. I, I will tell you this. I love the fact that anyone can make money in network marketing. Okay. I dislike the fact that most people don't make money in network marketing. Got it, yeah. Why and do you feel like most people don't? Well, it's, it's not because network marketing doesn't work. Uh, people believe that for whatever reason, oh, that doesn't work, that thing. People don't work, they, let me tell you, I'm gonna be straight. They don't work network marketing, whatever company it is, like they would work their nine to five. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like if you put the hours in mm -hmm. that you do on your job, mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of times, yeah, you get then you're going it. to make money. Yeah, but people seem to think that hey, you know what? I put my money into this business. Where's it at? I don't see yeah. the return yeah. without doing the work. Mm -hmm. So if they if they put those hours in that they were working a nine to five, trust me, they'd be rich. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So let me ask you. I always have a segment in the show we call it breakdown of breakthroughs. I believe that every entrepreneur person in their life has moments, multiple moments where they have a breakdown. But there's always lessons that you pick up that allow you to break through. And if you break through that, then you get to the next level. Have you had any breakdowns in your entire career? And if you have, what lessons did you learn through them to be able to help you break through? Wow, man, <clears throat> I've had several breakdowns. Mm -hmm. um, one that really hit me the hardest was divorce. Okay, yep, been there. That was that. <laughs> 
that that was <laughs> that was tough. Yeah. And and it was tough because um one my children. Yeah. But the other reason is because I felt like I was failing. Yeah. Mhm. And I grew up my parents have been married, still married, been married for uh, 50 plus. Yeah. That's what I grew up recognizing. Yeah. I never saw or had been a part of failure when mm-hmm. it comes to marriage. Yeah. So when that that happened to me, I had to really, first of all, um, once I calmed down and, and really thought about the situation, I had yeah. to think about what part I played in it. Hmm. And, you know, when, when this situation happened, I had to step away from business. I had yeah. to step away from network marketing mm-hmm. because <clears throat> it's hard for me to be phony. Mm-hmm. To be, to be yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's difficult. It's it's difficult to to stand in front of a room happy when you have such turmoil happening in your life. Now, there's a lot of instances where you have to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you yeah. have to do yeah. that where you're not happy, mm-hmm. but nobody can know it but you. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's network marketing. You mm-hmm. have to be that person. But this was something that affected my world so deeply mm-hmm. I had to take a step back because of the I would say because the the, the mental stress mm-hmm. of the whole situation um, and I had to fight through it now I had to also get to the point where I said hey you know what it's healthy for me to move forward yeah and it's it it, it feels good to help people even with while I'm going through what I'm going through, I don't want to bail out on people who trusted me. Yeah, yeah. Who signed up because of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I had to step back into the ring. Yeah. And really, really focus on business. And what happened when I did that? Everything else started to become better. Mm-hmm. Everything else started to to the pain got less and less every day. Mm-hmm. You know, because, um, you know, even financially, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not making the money you need to make, yeah, then you can't make the moves that you want to make. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. So all that came into, um, all that came into play. Yeah. You know, hmm. so. Yeah, it's okay. And, like, what were some lessons from that that you, like, can now take with you for the rest of your life? Um, don't let, don't let anyone... Put you in the <laughs> series. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone put you in a position where you you just shut down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like really, don't don't let don't let anyone have that type of power over you, <laughs> where you're affected to the point where you you just you you shut down mm-hmm. and you lose focus yeah. of your goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it threw me off of my goals. It threw me off of what I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when, when that happens, it's not easy to get, get to get that focus back. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you're going through a lot of stuff, going through divorce. How do you, like, what's the mentality? You say, okay, all right, Vince, you got to get up and do something. Like, what, what was the switch that said, okay, all right, it's enough. It's time to get back in the game. Bills. Yeah. <laughs> bills kept coming yeah no matter what and um you know i was i was able to deal with them but i I definitely was seeing a change in the shift in my income yeah you know so 
it was a situation where that's the difference between entrepreneurship though and maybe a job because you know the job go through as long as you show up oh yeah you're gonna you're gonna make you get a check you know what i'm saying right entrepreneurship and that i feel like that's a difference and that's where the mental toughness comes in now because like this is affecting me but i can only let it go so long because it's also if i don't show up my business i'm not gonna get paid that's right yeah that's exactly right and and that's what started to happen yeah yeah. you know so i said to myself hey listen this has got to stop yeah you know and and you know i had to stop feeling sorry for myself Mm. you know and 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 just really refocus my energy because i was bringing negative energy that was self-inflicted you know it it was because i was waking up upset Mm -hmm. mad yeah disappointed disgusted Mm -hmm. yeah all those different things and and you can't really you can't thrive or you can't be at your best if you have those things weighing you down yeah and that's that's where i was i was at a point where you know i said hey i gotta let this stuff go Mm -hmm. you know i started Watching happier things, you know, <laughs> seeing, watching happier things, listening to happier music. Yeah, you got <laughs> to do because you, yeah. you know when you're down, you listen to those slow jams that, <laughs> baby, baby, don't leave, baby. Like you listen, you listen to everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. and um, you know, you just, you just be in the shower, you, taking a slow everything <laughs> in the shower, taking two hour showers, just, crying, you know, all kind of stuff, just two, just. <laughs> Going, yeah, yeah. So all of that, um, for me personally, it made me stronger. Yeah, it definitely made me stronger because um, it it I've never been in a situation like that where I felt like I failed. Yeah, never mm-hmm. like that. You know, I'm not talking about like a test yeah, or yeah. something. Like I'm talking about in life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like I failed in life. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I've never been in that situation. So. Um, it made me stronger because I know that I can get through anything mm-hmm. now. Got it. You know, so. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, you know, where where can, uh, well, let me ask you this last thing. If if, uh, if I'm a person that's now looking, I got 15, 10, 15 years before retirement, and I'm like, okay, I got to make some things shake before, you know, kids going to college. What are, what are some things that you would suggest a person start working on now or start tapping into, you know, if they're late, that spot in their life? Man, I will tell you, um, entrepreneurship is always, always going to be something that um, I would say someone should get into. Yeah. Not everyone has it or understands how to go about it. Yep. So you you may want to look into to getting assistance. Now people say that that your mentor will choose you. Mm-hmm. But you have to put yourself in that position as well. I would say don't don't just because you may be older, don't look at it from an age perspective and say, hey, well, shoot, this guy is is ten years younger than me. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't look at it like that. You have to look at it in a way where, well, this guy has the success, or this this young lady has the success that I'm trying to have in my life. Mm. If that's the direction that you want to go into entrepreneurship, I would suggest it. Um, there are so many things now, so many industries that are starting to flourish. Um, network marketing is always going to be there, even though I feel like it's changing yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. I mm-hmm. do feel like it's it's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is going to be there. It's just going to be a little different, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there are other industries also that I love. Um, 
solar. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love solar. Boom, yeah. Solar's booming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like that, renewable energy. Um, I, I love the car industry when it comes to uh, electric cars and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Those type of things are intriguing to me yeah. um, also. So there's yeah. a lot of place in, in entrepreneurship that, yeah. that I'm saying. You touched on something. I just want to talk on that because you've, you've gone from, like, in your career, You've been like the person teaching people, and you've also been, you touched on something like learning from somebody that sometimes may be younger. Mm-hmm. For somebody that is now like, okay, man, I'm, I've lived life, I know more than you. You know, mm-hmm. how do you now say, okay, now let me, we talked about being coachable at the beginning. What would you say to somebody that maybe it's hard for them to be coachable because they are older, learning from somebody that could be younger? Do any tips you would talk to the, the audience sure. that may experience that? I mean, you do, you know, as someone who's lived life, for quite quite a while, you do know more. Mm-hmm. You do have more experiences and things like that. Just not in that particular industry. Yeah. Right. So so someone may be, you may be a doctor. Mm-hmm. You may well, an attorney. Whatever the case is, that doesn't mean that you understand how to talk to people. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you know how to network. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you you know how to fix a car. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know. So all those different things are different areas. And if you have certain expertise the right person can help develop you and take you where you want to go. Yeah. Um, and it, so you can start seeing the success level you want to see. Oh, yeah, I like that, man. I appreciate you, uh, you coming on here, sharing that yeah, wisdom. Yeah. I learned a lot of stuff, too. Where can people find you, connect with you if they want to obviously learn from you, work with you? Where, where can they find you? Uh, IG, Instagram. You can hit me up on uh, at Mr. V Murph, at Mr. M-R-V Murph. Uh, you can find me there. And how do you spell Murph? M-U-R-P-H. M-U-R-P-H. So M-R-V-M-U-R-P-H. At Mr. V-Murph. Got it. Okay, cool. So got a couple things. Obviously, had a lot of success in life and in business. And, you know, he's a father and serial entrepreneur. And I always like people to just hear from people that have done it in very unique ways. But also, there's principles that literally are transferable from any business, any industry, no matter what you've been doing. Maybe it's been a secular career most of your life, and then you're making it pivot into something else. You can always look back at those relationships, how you've treated people, the integrity that you had, the character that you had. So man, I appreciate you coming on here, man. Appreciate you. Share the nuggets with everybody. Thank you so much. You got some great things that's that's uh, that's that's in the works, and so you guys are gonna be excited to be uh, witness to be able to witness that and see that as well. And music, it, music, music, music. I gotta tell you guys. Yep. Music is something dear to me, mm-hmm. and I definitely have some fire that's coming out. <laughs> There we go. Sure. You got some fire. <laughs> there we go. Anytime somebody on the show, man, we like to make sure we leave what's up, man. So you grab that for me, feeling, you know, run a play show. You know what I'm saying? We got to make sure people leave with something. So we always got uh, some uh, some goodies, man. Okay. And, uh, so this is uh, this is for you. All right. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. Woo! Oh man. I've been looking for this. I've <laughs> been King looking for this. Uniform, you know oh my so, goodness! Yeah. So, so. Oh man, you all just don't know what just happened. This is this is like. Can I show them this? Yeah, you can show. This is this is like Christmas. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is awesome. Got the book here. Mm-hmm. Selling fearlessly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Nice. This is awesome, man. Thank you, man. Welcome, bro. Appreciate you. Got to play socks in there. You know, oh, a couple Jay, things. That's all Jay, you, it makes you ain't good. ready. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready. It's a road. I tell you. <laughs> we in the house. Ah, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I appreciate this, man. Got some socks. Yep, yep. So listen, guys. 
<laughs> so yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> we ready. We ready. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So listen, uh, this has been the Run and Play Show, y'all. Uh, like we say all the time, we want to bring some of the top entrepreneurs from different industry, different places, different places to learn from them. You just got some plays from Mr. Vince Murphy. You know what to do. Go run it. We'll see you on the next episode. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's Run to Play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run. Duh. Yeah, play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like?